Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, February the 28th, not the last day of February, not this year. Woo-hoo. We are coming to you from the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me today in the room, we've got Dustin, Dakota, Caleb, and Hawk from Fanatics and the Fan. And we are just a bunch of fans, artists, creators, critics from the Midwest, talking entertainment, pop culture news, taking your comments, and whatever. We've got a fun show for you this week. We are actually, I know it's still February, it would not be February tomorrow if it was a normal year, but goddammit, I'm ready to get into March. So we are kicking off our March Madness <laughs> tournament for 2020. Well, that too. <laughs> it's, like, it's not winter at all until February, it seems like, around here. It'll probably be March when most people are listening to this. Probably so. Yeah, yeah we get a lot Lazy. of downloads on Mondays. Yeah. So. Lazy. So we're going to kick off our March Madness tournament. We're going to have some fun with that all March long. Before we jump into the headlines, though... Entertainment, pop culture, what did you guys check out over the last week or so? Anybody see? Caught up on Mass Singer and Lego Masters. I'm so far behind on Mass Singer. I have not seen any of this seen current group. Mass Singer has some good singers in this really second group. They're I, doing it I just too. can't give Nick Cannon no more money. <laughs> different from how they did the first group, or yeah, different? Well, they're just they're doing it like um, they did a group of six, like a group of like six, and yeah. then they eliminated it until like three, I think. yeah. And then they're doing group B and then group C. That yeah, I've not seen any group B. I've heard who's been eliminated each time because yeah. I got three kids that watch it when it yeah. airs, and they're like, "Did you see that?" And I'm like, "No, I wasn't home." <laughs> yeah, they eliminated Dion Warwick. I'm like, "What the?" Okay, sure, great, thanks. Man, I don't need Brock, to watch it now. I've been thinking Nicole Scherzinger are really good at the older voices. Yeah, the they're ones they grew up good. listening to. Yeah, and they're, they're probably think especially from Nicole is awesome. Yeah, she's always been awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they got picked up, but Hawk was like, I thought she was dead. Warwick, I was like, I did too. I was like, I think it'd be her. She's been dead for like four months or twenty years or whatever at this point. Yeah. Wait a minute. Like, what's going on with that show? Come on, shoot the mouse. Literally, I would be watching. Dakota, you were talking beforehand. Yeah, I caught, I caught up with Lego Masters finally. Right? Um, it's I'm been really interesting. Still one behind, yeah. so I haven't seen I'll, this week. I'll ruin it for Joey. Good, thanks. I was, it's been really interesting. I almost about to ruin it, but I was pissed at them. Hold your I mic was, up to your mouth. I was so mad. <laughs> there you I go. was so mad at those two. And you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. They was, it was, I'm like, I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. What'd you get to Don't drink? show up and be weak What'd about you it. You know what I mean? Hold on, hold on. Stop the conversation. What'd you get to drink? It's like what is that? an umbrella at a beach. It's a, it's a, it's a very special just for Hawk. Get Hawk drunk and send him home drink. Yeah, but what is it? It I looks good. <laughs> Did you say surprise me? Did you just walk up there and say not me I said out. I, don't, I don't need, I don't drink soda. Give me a, give me some booze. That's, that's what you okay, right. That looks good. That looks good. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Get back to Lego Master. Yeah, Lego Master. I'm sorry. I just I'm had to stop that. She brought that show. in. I was like, well, I mean, fantastic. Guy. Yeah, he's, oh, oh, he's awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. And you know what? I think all his little comments mm-hmm. about himself. Yeah. Are real. Yeah. Like so, like his, so his, like his self-esteem. Yeah. Is his, his social anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's great. And he does a lot of self-deprecating roles too. Yeah. yeah. It's like. People are asking us some self-esteem issues. Yeah, he's a comedian. But yeah, yeah. and this self-esteem yeah. issues. And this last challenge. Have you talked about week again, three or week two? Well, it's on week four now, or this is week four. Oh, this, I'm, I'm okay, hold on. Let's stop this. So week one was where nobody got eliminated. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Week two was when the, the, lady, the ladies, the two, the two older, older ladies, ladies. Got, and that was that was the drop, right? 
Yeah, that was the drop. The yes. drop okay, so the week three was the half and half episode. Right, which is what I, which is the last. That's the last one, one I've saw. seen as well. So you did see. So I've seen that, that one. We can talk okay. about that. Because I was so bad at the two brothers. Oh my oh, god! god. Yeah. Yeah. But they sure tried to sell that shit, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did, <laughs> I, I guess yeah. I missed the part where they screwed up and didn't do. So I don't know what happened. How they? All I, I saw the beginning and I saw the end. I never did. It was bad enough that when I saw when it goes around and like pans all of them, I was like, yeah, they lost. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like. Nope. Yeah, and I love when they do that because you're like, man, these are really cool. I'm like, wait a minute. And there's always that one. You're like, what? Their, <laughs> I didn't like their idea. Though. No, it wasn't no. a good idea to begin with. But then they. I mean, I personally wouldn't didn't wouldn't have never wanted. Leukemia. Wait, so I forgot uh, which ones went home on the half half? The, uh, the two, the two, the, two, the yeah. one had leukemia, the one brother yeah. had leukemia. And, oh, okay. And that was, that's all they kept talking about. Yeah, was, yeah. I was there for him when he had leukemia. It's yeah. like, yeah, but that was 25 was years ago. still rooting for him. <laughs> yeah, I was. They had style. Yeah. Like, like I love the, the two cosplay chicks when they yeah. showed up in costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I would not have picked the piñata. I was like, I'm not. Yeah. I was, they were, they were jonesing for the piñata. I got nothing for the piñata. Yeah, uh, and then uh, this new the new episode the theme is movies, so they do like a, a movie scene. I will watch that tonight when I get home. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. Um, they do some really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a really good show. And I think we can all agree the guy with the, the where's the dress? He's got his hair shaved on the sides. Pulled yeah, back. with the he's, he, he's an ass. He's an oh ass. man, I'm so I, I haven't seen this last episode, he, they, but he's an asshole. The, the first two the three. episodes, they pulled their shit together and they they've been yeah. nice to each other. Okay. Good. But like that was after having their bills haven't been stuff. great. No, 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 that's what we're exactly talking about. They haven't been like they've been keeping them there. In the half and half challenge, they build the mermaid thing. That right. was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't like the, it. It was cool, but I didn't like that it. That was mm-hmm. okay to me. Yeah, it was yeah. okay. Else has been kind of if it had a little bit more detail, maybe it'd have been better. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I mean, I mean it was big. It was flashy though. It was splashy. Yeah. He should be thinking. It was more mosaic. Yeah, yeah. I was right. Like telling that girl, like, how late. Yeah. Every time they should have come, I get pissed off. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> a, oh especially whenever he said, um, "Don't look at me." Whenever uh, I talked to him, yeah, he's working. What? It is. A, yeah. What? yeah. I mean, I get what he was trying to say. I get it can too. You but not say it like not that. Like that. Well, it was, it was exactly. a teaching moment in our house because I looked at all the kids and said, "Somebody does that with you. What do you do?" They all said, kick him in the nuts and walk off. <laughs> You're right. Absolutely. That's what I'm Perfect. No, you can have to go here. I will say, I think, I think the, the, the two Brody guys, the buff guy. Yeah, yeah. Him and I Young think that the, the the recently married couple. Yeah. But, um, I think they're the two best builders. Like, yeah, but yeah, I can't stand really that recently married couple. No, they're either. really annoying about it. Yeah, they're yeah, really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that honeymoon phase in the first week, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like. You're not supposed to love each other that much. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, exactly. I want the, I want the, the, the cosplay girls to stick with their game, though. I've seen all four episodes, and they have They've got a good imagination, but they can't execute it. Right no, they haven't yeah. done anything that really blown me away. Yeah. I was I was really disappointed with them in the half and half challenge. Yeah, yeah, the dragons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they showed the dragons. Everybody's like, I'm fucking see it. I didn't see it. I'm still <laughs> no. like, did they have the half world? Yeah. Yeah. The half yeah. globe. Yeah. yeah. There's so much Which, you could have done with that. Right? I, yeah. I wouldn't have even gone with. Dragons. Like world. I've done something, something completely like different. Yeah. Like a desert, desert landscape yeah. coming off and like a jungle landscape coming off. Well, that's what we're sitting around the house with, again watching it as a family. It's like, yeah. what would you guys do with that? Oh, you would have fucking, you would have made like a post apocalyptic thing, you right? Know, or yeah. whatever. So, like, like the world. The planet coming yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, because everybody's big into Gaia. I'd make Gaia coming out on the earth. Yeah. yeah. You could have so much. And they switched ideas halfway through it. Yeah. It was, the first one was. Better than the, the, yeah, yeah. the end result. It's also good to have an idea, but they're also surrounded by thousands of 
pieces yeah. that they could do. Yeah. That's got to be overwhelming yeah. to a certain point. And a time limit. Like, if you've got all day you, to do you something. Get back but what is this? What, I never, what is the time limit normally? It depends. Well, it's, it changes each time. 15 hours, and then it goes, there's one that's like 9, this one's 8. There was a 12 hour one. one. Yeah, they, yeah, the movie one. Is, <laughs> See, this is why me and Joey are not on the show. Me, like, three hours in, laying on the sideline. I'm just taking a break. I'll be there in a minute. No, it'd be ten minutes in. Be like, why are you two fighting now? Like, I'm building this. He's building that. Fuck him. Right. This is what I'm going. The old lady couple that got booted off first. Yeah. Um, that one woman, she'd take her fucking shoes off every time yeah. she would go to run to get Legos. Yeah. I was like, this bitch is gonna step on a Lego. And that's and what's go down. When they did the uh, the the breaking challenge, I'm like, fuck, who's gonna go in there and clean that up? Who's yeah, gonna have to right. walk in there? Yeah, fuck. Make them exactly. walk barefoot. Like now, after we break your shit, you're gonna go barefoot. And you're gonna clean it all up. Yeah, they're gonna be finding Lego pieces in that set for years <laughs> until to they tear it down. Yeah. Anything else? Kenny, did you catch it? You I'm, now? You probably caught. Did you catch the Walking Dead's return on Sunday night? I did. I, I caught the Walking would. Dead return, which was. Very good. So, little, really? Little sock knocking. It's. I'm telling you, this whole Whisper storyline is so good. Oh, they're at the Whisper party. Yeah, and they've been at the Whisper party. Yeah, they've been there for about a season and a no, half. Or so. Oh yeah, season and end. I'm not caught up, so yeah. Yeah, so it's in the story they're telling, and the person that plays Alpha, she's amazing. Oh, I love just, her. I mean, just there's a lot of good stuff between right now Jeffrey Dean Morgan and her. Right. So, I mean, it, it's really. I good. didn't know that. Yeah, I guess I gotta get caught up. Yeah, they're. I mean, the story that they're telling is good, and it's. You know, they do the typical Walking Dead whole episode. You know, but it's not like previous ones where you're like, okay, is this a four-hour episode? <laughs> hour. We're only twenty long. minutes in. <laughs> so, and but I really like that. And then I also finally got caught up on Brock Myers, so I got to oh, yeah. finish season three of Brock Myers. So season four starts sometime in March, I think. Yeah, yeah, so I wanted to get caught up before then. Yeah, all that's on the other show right now. That show's great. Heard of Brock Myers. It's, uh, it's got Hank Azaria, who sold. You may or may not know. <laughs> he, was, he voiced Apu on The Simpsons. He's okay. uh, He's been in a bunch of other shit, too. He's, he's mad about you. Yesterday, yeah. man. So, yeah, he's been a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's a uh, baseball announcer, uh, just a washed-up. Kind of the last of the gen- that generation of, yeah, of, that, of that, you know, hey, baseball announcer kind of guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It, it's funny as hell. Because he's, like, in a I minor – well, he's, it starts, he starts in the minor leagues, right? Kind of his last yeah, chance to – Minor, minor. Minor, minor leagues. leagues. <laughs> yeah. So it, as much as you, we talked – he finally got caught up on the Harley Quinn animated right. – so if you love that, you'll love the humor that is in Brockmire. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> but he, he just does stories. He always comes up. Oh yeah, well this one time and it's I was very dry. And, and, yeah, it's but, it's but service. It's on Hulu right now. Okay. Uh, when it returns, it'll be on. It's not. Is it AMC? IFC? It's one of those. Yeah. One of those second tier cable oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you'll be hooked on the first episode. You'll be like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I need to see more. Exactly. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, Hank Azari is awesome. Man. Huck, what'd you get? What'd you watch? Uh, you catch obviously, Lego Master, but I'm still behind apparently. And uh, <laughs> caught up on Magicians, and he's still killing it. Uh, I've only gotten to the first episode. My wife will not she's sit so down and watch it. She won't sit down. I'm like, I'm going to have to yeah, watch this one. without you. I have a conversation in my household every day. I'm going to watch shit without you. Like, yeah. They did, um, um, not to spoil anything, but they did a, a. My least favorite episode of anything is always whenever they do the time loop, which everybody does. Right. Time loop. 
I don't know who created them, but I want to strangle that dude. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody's got to do them now. Oh, yeah. And they did one that was heart-wrenching. Really? And they actually made you feel bad for the guy stuck in the loop. And I'm like, I've never, I, you know how those episodes go. You're like 20 minutes in and want to change the channel. Right. Yeah. This one, I'm like, dude, y'all killing me right now. Yeah, the writers, they know how to get into oh. your heart, caress it, and feel <laughs> oh. and squeeze they it. squeeze it. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they're, they're also making up for Quentin yeah. in an interesting way I never thought about. I think I think they're listening to the fans and leaning into what the fans want, which is yeah. rare. Yeah, and it's good. Know, it's not, it's always, not always good, it's not but it's good in this case. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in a lot of places, it's a terrible. But this one, they're like, all right, the fans said this is our favorite, so they're leaning into it. Uh, Just for the record, though, they really need to give Josh some more love because I'm still loving this <laughs> Josh. Yeah, Josh is awesome. Josh is awesome. His, his um, thing for last season. Yeah. I mean, they just they shine a big light on his character. And Listen, well. episode where they got where they forgot him is still one of my all time favorite episodes because they were like, wait a minute, who's this? <laughs> you know, you know what my favorite. And I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you before I, I do shout. <laughs> one of my favorite things ever on Magicians is well, season three, I think it was, when uh, Quentin and um, I'm blanking out on his name. Uh, Penny. Care, uh, no, not Penny. Elliot. Uh, Elliot, thank you. Um, Bless him, when, that episode is amazing. When they have that relationship yeah. and they raise the kid and grow old together. Holy hell, whoever wrote that right. should have won something. Cause yeah, the fact that they're not getting any love from the Emmys is beyond me because they're right, the writing is as good as any regular team. It's, because, it's just because it's on sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Sci-fi they finally did something right. Give them some credit for it. Oh, I know, right? but I'm just saying that's that's the whole nobody yeah. takes it seriously. It does start off kind of cheesy. I, I, I watched the first yeah. The first season was was literally pandering to the Harry Potter fans. Right. I, line, but I actually liked it. Was season, was it season two where they drink demon cum? That's where it threw me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's what I turned in. What are you talking about? But Alice is so hot. She could have drank anything and we'd have watched it. She's my favorite. I got to love that actress. She is just. But you mentioned that episode, and I'm. And I'm so whenever I need to just watch something on YouTube, I watch his his, his funeral. Yeah. And and when Elliot brings out that peach, first time he did, I'm like, what the hell? Then I realized where it was from. I'm like, oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> All the girls are crying. <laughs> but I was mad that Josh wasn't at the funeral. That really pissed me off. <laughs> now Josh deserved to be at the damn funeral. <laughs> not to keep this no, go ahead. rambling going, but no, keep it. Um. I stopped watching Doctor Who after... I was going to go there in a minute. Right, go ahead. After, take us there. Take after us there. the first Capaldi season, uh-huh. they took it off of Hulu and Netflix right. at the same time, and it wasn't on Prime yet, and Samina Lyfer was like, well, fuck it. Right, we can't watch it. Doctor yeah. Who anymore. And then they started showing everything pretty consistently on Prime, Yep. And but now it's like, i got to go back and watch everything if I'm going to watch it. But I noticed that you're keeping up with it. and The Capaldi stuff after the first season with Capaldi was rough. I, I heard that. It was rough. Second season with Capaldi was fantastic at times. At most of it was fantastic. Yeah. There's always those one or two episodes a season where you're like, "Well, shit, somebody had to get to a twelve season, uh, you know, twelve episode season, and 
They ran out of ideas with 11, so yeah. here's the 12th one. We're going to throw it in somewhere about the you know end of the second third of the season, and it's kind of a snoozer, but uh, this season of Doctor Who, is anybody else watching it? Anybody else caught up with I've it? I've heard 13 is good. Um, the, yeah. the actors are not a problem. Um, the showrunner wrote for Torchwood back during the when David Tennant was the doctor on Doctor okay. Who, so he wrote a lot with John Barrowman, Jack Harkness, and all that stuff. And he's this season has the first season under his watch, which would have been last season, which would have been like two years ago at this point. He was really trying to do his own thing, and it was hit or miss, mostly miss. Um, again, not the cast's fault, but just the writing's shit. Yeah. This season, they are felt like they were leaning more heavily into what he kind of did, however long that's been now, 15 years ago now or whatever. And so I give them some credit for that, but the writing's still not very good. And the problem I'm having with it is that this last episode is they're they're doing it they're, what they're calling it a two part season finale. So yeah. you got the part one of the season finale. Hello, part one of the season finale this recently last week, and then the season finale part two of it to this week. But it's really a three part season finale because they set the table in I guess it would have been episode eight. Yeah. And then we get nine, and then ten will be the last one. The problem is that eight was its own episode. Like, you could watch it, plug it in on, you know, if it's in syndication or whatever, it's an episode. This most recent episode was not its own episode, if that makes sense. It's like, it didn't do shit. Yeah. It, if the table was set in episode eight, episode nine is just moving the pieces around the table, and then... You, but it, it didn't have any purpose. It didn't have any. It wasn't structured like an episode of television. It was just kind of like, again, well, we got to get to ten episodes this season, mm-hmm. so episode so nine something. will be moving things around <laughs> so that we can actually do our finale so in this ten. Kind of fluff, really. It was a shitty episode, and we and got to the point where the big was supposed to happen, wasn't it? Like, uh, they're teasing a big thing, but yeah, I think it's, again they're saving it all for that season finale, yeah. and it got to the point watching it where we literally just started timing it just to see if we were right because it felt weird. But from the last, I want to say the last 25 minutes of the show, mm-hmm. it was literally four hours of show, three hours of commercials. Four hour, I'm sorry, four minutes of show, excuse me, three minutes of commercials. Right. Four minutes of show, three minutes of commercials. Wow. And so it was like scene, three minutes of ads. Scene, Three minutes of ads. I've seen three minutes of ads. And it was like, fuck me. Yeah. Who asked for I mean, I know you gotta pay the bills. Yeah, that's frustrating shit. And I know that the longer these shows go on, the more people make and the more things cost to make the shows. But it's just god really frustrating to have them even on a streaming service. That's the reason to have the streaming service. Well, because like Hulu pay for enough commercials, but there's some shit that like they're like, we're gonna show you commercials anyways, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I paying for? Or why can I okay, so Hulu, while we're on that, yeah. why can I not always get the hey, do you want the one commercial now? Because if you watch the one now that's a minute and a half, we won't throw in more yeah, throughout. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't get that all the time. I only get that work. once out of like every five times I'm on Hulu. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, yes, I want the one because that yeah, gives me time to go right. get something to drink. I every get, time I hit the one, I still get commercials later. Yeah, I don't like that. I uh but my thing with Doctor Who is like I've, I've talked to a couple friends that also kind of fell off when it stopped being easy to access. Right. Um, and the thing is, it's really frustrating is you got all these super nerds that that are basically bigots, whether they want to admit it or not. The, the same people that are mad that Captain America was black for a while, that Thor was a woman, or right. Miss Marvel was a Muslim. 
Like the same people. They're that, not big as they're idiots. Yeah, yeah, but they're big too. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. only you, there's a Venn diagram. There are idiots <laughs> and they're bigots. Not all idiots are bigots, but all bigots are idiots. So yeah, the, the circle fits inside the circle. They're biggies. Yeah. They're biggies. They're the biggies. Biggies. The same people are the people that are like, doctor, be a girl. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck couldn't it be a girl? Like, there's no reason there can't be a female doctor. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, everything I've heard since it happened is that the writing's gone really shitty. So it's not like her fault. No, it's not. But no. now, because the writing's shitty, all these everybody's have a platform to be like, oh yeah, see, oh, we told you. When you got a woman doctor. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, it all went downhill when you changed. Your entire production <laughs> staff. Yeah, you Marvel. change your showrunner. You change your writing team. You did all that shit. So. Yeah, and that's what happened in Marvel too when they they did that whole like let's do Sam Wilson as Captain America and all that. Their sales started dropping because they stopped putting in quality writers. Like Jason Aaron was still on Thor, which is right. great, but they stopped putting in a lot of quality writers. And then when shit the sales started going downhill, they're like, Diversity "See, we told this. you, yeah, yeah." It's like, yeah but, but for the record, that Sam Wilson was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that's not the, the point. The Sam Wilson. It's the it's any it's people looking for something to latch onto to say I'm right. Yeah, because exactly. at one point they made him almost like a thug and very annoying. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like seriously, that's how you see black people. Period. <laughs> yeah. All thugs. <laughs> and then uh, they did they did the angry black guy for like a, like two good seasons of nothing but Falcon's oh, just an angry black guy. We ain't all angry. Yeah, I got love for an angry black guy, though. I mean, <laughs> I'm one. You know, we're not all angry. He doesn't it's, have to be. I'm angry enough for both of us. Right. right, right? So, so Sam Wilson, like, the, for, for example, just to get out of comics, and then the Sam Wilson in movies yeah. is the traditional Sam Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny, because when they picked Anthony Mackie, I'm like, okay, which Sam Wilson they get ready to do? Because he yeah. could have easily gone angry black man, too. He could have went in any direction. Yeah. Um, and they... There was one actually that I really loved. It was actually more like Nick Fury. It was like I'm like, all right, so they go, are they gonna make them brothers? Because he was literally Nick Fury with wings. Right. <laughs> but the one that they went with was the very loyal one. I'm like, that one just doesn't fit Anthony Mackie at all. But okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, and so seeing him, I can't wait for that show to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing the trailer with him throwing that shield, I'm like. Let him hit. I wanted to hit Buck in the back of the head and be like, oops, my bad. The other thing I, got, I watched, I it just started back up, Clone Wars on Disney Plus, season seven. They're saying it's going to be the final season. This is the third final season of the Clone Wars, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I love when that happens to shows. Yeah, like, uh, it's, like the, it's like the Kiss tour. Every yeah. year and a half, Kiss's last tour again. Yeah, well, like one. Eureka. <laughs> yeah, every season was Eureka's last season. Yeah. Because they never knew they were getting picked back up. Back. Yeah. But you mentioned Clone Wars. I'm actually working on. Uh, I'm hoping to be working on a Moth Gideon. What you get? What you get to None eat now? Business. It's not it it's looks good. Food. That looks good. Yeah. 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 What you get? This is the the pork loin. Okay. It's the size of Kenny's head. It is. That's yeah, huge. That's that's a big ass sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it is. That looks Your good. Money's worth. Exactly. Well, you eat. You eat while you we come, keep moving come on. Come here to Alamo, and they will take care of you. Absolutely. They take care of us. Well, did you see the fucking? Okay, so Dustin gets a milkshake, and I swear to God, it looks like the straw. They took a garden hose and took, right. like, figured out about what nine inches looks like, cut it off, and well, stuck it in there. I was surprised that he didn't have booze in it, and they were trying to get him drunk at that point. <laughs> <laughs> That's Next the best part of coming out the Alamo scene where everybody gets to eat. Oh, you can shoot an M&M through those straws. No, easily. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Don't ask me See, now. Now, <laughs> now I'm thinking, all right, we got to get us some straws and some M&M's. There straws. you go. Now, <laughs> yeah, we got to move. That's how we will decide things from now on. There you go. <laughs> well, we know you all watched, read, listened to, attended, played with some things. Leave us a recorded message with your one-minute review on the hotline at 417 986 7842. We'd love to include your one-minute review, your recorded message in a future episode. Let's move on, taking a look at this week's entertainment and pop culture news, starting with the top five films at the box office last weekend. Number five, Bad Boys for Life. Still hanging out in the top five. Just dropping down to number five. Just edged out by the number four movie, the debut film, uh, the debut week, excuse me, of Brahms the Boy 2, which is Kind of a horror franchise kind of movie. So we dropped. So Jumanji's finally gone. Jumanji has dropped off the list. Yeah, yeah I fell off last week, right? But yeah. is it gone? It's still in theaters. <laughs> is it? Uh, Birds of Prey considered success enough to go ahead and make that third one. I think they're going to. I'm guessing. Oh, after I'm that. sure the script is being written. Yeah. If it's yeah, going to be yeah. terrible, it's churned out. Birds of Prey fell to number three. Uh, Still continues to hang in there. Still a good but movie. Still see people struggling. Birds of Prey, though, too. I don't know. Have they changed the name yet? They they yeah, it's, 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 just, it's just Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just HQ. That's all they're calling it. They're <laughs> calling it Harley Quinn. Just HQ at the box office. Uh, Call of the Wild opened at number two. I've heard mixed reviews. People are saying it's a good movie. It's not faithful to the book. And some people are saying they liked the CGI because they didn't go the Lion King route. It doesn't look photorealistic. It looks real enough, but they're letting the dogs like emote and stuff. And other people have said, well, that just took them out of it. So it's kind of one of those fine lines that yeah. it's still being defined in Hollywood as far as what's too real, what's okay, not real enough. Just whining, basically, what you're yeah, well, I mean, like with the Lion King, they went for photo real, but it's talking and singing animals. Whereas yeah. this, they're dogs, but they're going with the more, you know, the bigger eyes and the more expressive faces, even though the dog, they're acting, they're not speaking. They're just being Your dogs. pets don't yeah. sing when you're around? Well, mine do, but most don't. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't got big eyes when they do it. They're I have so, a husky. Depends on what they do. Your husky was singing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and holding on to the top spot for the second week in a row, Sonic the Hedgehog, continuing to impress critics and audiences and and stakeholders. They're like, yeah. do you remember what did it good. open money wise? It opened at fifty seven, which we are all like the highest your, predict was forty five. Kenny was forty five, and you were way higher than anybody. Else. Like I was second, yeah, I was like twenty five. Yeah. Everybody else was like twenty to five. I thought, <laughs> I, would, um, yeah. I thought I was still being low at forty five. I thought yeah. I'm happy to see it do well. Though. Yeah, apparently I mean, it's I love a Jim Carrey. I love Sonic the character. Like everybody's like, saying, I mean, it's like, a really what I tell movie. people that have seen it, it's like that should do good because everyone complained about it. Yeah. So they spent another what like. It was only about three to five million, but still, yeah. another three to five million yep. to change the concept. Just but how famous. awesome is it that we're getting listened to? Yeah, yeah. you know, like, if we're talking about magicians, they're listening to us. Yep, we're talking about some other shows they listen to. We're talking about. I mean, that trailer. Was if it bang. if it yeah. proves anything, it's that right. If you listen to your audience, you can do fucking well. Yep, it's just so many people want to be like, no, it's fine how it is, and then it comes out and flops. But they right. listened and they came back and they. I mean, obviously, don't listen to everybody. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Kenny and Joey yeah. talk. Just turn the microphone. I'm not gonna listen to them. <laughs> but you know, as a whole, when nerds listen, you yeah. know, listen. I mean, because yeah, that trailer was just. Yeah. They really shouldn't have released that trailer. Well, they should have, because if they hadn't, <laughs> <laughs> we, we would have got a shitty song. <laughs> You're not wrong. 
Yeah. Uh, moving into the top stories from the week. So the big stories over the weekend, the first one was the New York Toy Fair, which was the main event last weekend. Tons of entertainment pop culture news because, you know, we're seeing what's the one of the hot toys for the spring and summer and even the fall. Dude. How much baby baby Yoda stuff came out of that? Oh, that's fair. all. That's all the Disney stuff or all the uh, Star Wars stuff they had was the Baby Yoda. That was it. Uh, Mattel won a record four Toy of the Year awards at the Toy Fair. These included Action Figure of the Year for their Toy Story Four line. So again, thinking, you know, the Listen awards they're giving out for what they're showing this time. There's what they had in the last year. Uh, Game of the Year for Pictionary Air, where you get like a little pen and you draw in the air, yeah. and then like it's, everybody holds like a little tablet device it's or whatever, cool, and it shows up on uh, that. But why it won last year is beyond me because it's been out for a minute. Yeah. And I think the that um, Fallon made everybody come aware of that. Yeah, I think so too. But I yeah. mean, they don't really deserve the win. The win for that one. <laughs> Infant Toddler Toy of the Year was. Fisher Price Linkables. I have no fucking idea what those are because I don't have an infant or a toddler. They're actually really cool. It was a good idea, but they still don't deserve a win for it. Yeah. And Vehicle of the Year was the Hot Wheels line, Mario Kart line of Hot Wheels toys. Sweet. Also from Toy Fair, Netflix released the trailer for the first of a new Transformers anime series, Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy Siege. That's a long fucking name. Is a new collaboration between Netflix, Hasbro, and Rooster Teeth, which does Ruby and Genlock, uh, that returns the war on Cybertron and the original first-generation Transformer designs. No word yet on a release date. It's part of Netflix's growing anime lineup. And, you know, they've done pretty good. Uh, their Castlevania series was fantastic. Well, Castlevania comes out next month. It comes out like... <laughs> Soon, like, like the, today's the last week? day of the month, I guess. The second last day. Yeah, so like within the next week, or mm-hmm. yeah. That's, yeah. that's been so good. And yeah, just, it's been short, and they just still put so much story into it. Yeah. Well, you got Castlevania, you got Voltron, you got. Yeah. I know, but I will say that the Cybertron story was the weakest. Yeah, I guess it's the farthest from an anime. Well, that that and uh, Beast yeah. Wars. Yeah. Uh, but they made money on Beast Wars. They made a huge. That's like that was my our generation. That was our introduction yeah, to so Transformers. And Beast Wars made enough money for them to do what was it? Prime was yeah. the one after that. And so yeah, I mean yeah. it was it, it, like you said, it yeah, started it, the I thought it was the beginning of the end for them though. It's like kinda of like the beginning of the end for the Power Rangers, you know, there's a limit. Yeah, I mean, they I should, they, where they should stop and they never did. And I, I, I just like Beast Wars, but the Cybertron storyline, Chronicles or whatever it was. Yeah. Ooh. I think it's cool to see some more shit of them like on the home planet having the politics involved in the war. Like We've seen them on Earth hanging out with people and defending pe- humans enough times. That story's been told. It's kind of like Batman or Spider-Man's origin story. I just, I'm over Don't need that. another one of those? Yeah. Uh, and also from Toy Fair, last thing from Toy Fair, Todd McFarlane, he's been teasing that since he can't get the studio funding and the studio sign off together for his Spawn movie that he's already done a lot of filming on, he just needs to kind of get a little bit more funding and kind of finish up what he's got going on in production there. He's been teasing that he's going to go to Kickstarter and get some crowdfunding. And everybody that wants to see this Spawn movie, kick in a couple bucks now. You'll get your name in the credits at the end, and you go buy tickets to see Spawn. Well, at Toy Fair, Todd McFarlane announced a Spawn Kickstarter for a new line of Spawn toys, <laughs> not for the movie. I don't know if he's like testing the waters. Like, will people really give me more money for Spawn shit? Yeah. 
Did you notice how he said it though? Kicking a couple of bucks and you get your name on the screen. No. I don't think I don't think Todd was just kicking a couple of bucks. Yeah, no, yeah. I just can't <laughs> tell if I like Todd. Please. please. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. he's kind of. He needs. It's been years of my life that I've just been like. Well, if he I has think I like him. A couple million people will give him. But like, I think I like the toys. He's got good sculptors working. Oh yeah, no, I mean, cool. Like this. I mean, it's gonna be another origin story, and not for nothing. I hate to say this. I'm super nerd. And I love. But we've had 10 years of origin stories, and we're sick of them. Yeah. yeah. The smartest thing Marvel did was didn't do an origin story for Spider-Man. Just, who don't know it? Yeah. I mean, if you don't know it, that's not the man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I, clearly. You should have been watching. Yeah. yeah. Starting what? in the middle was awesome. <laughs> Watch your Spider-Man. <laughs> what the fuck? Is he an alien? What is this? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I was, I was unsure about him showing up and just randomly showing up in Civil War, but I didn't care. I didn't like the costume. Right. But still. I liked it. It was like it's. I mean, that when they started doing that costume, it was more like the original. Uh, well, fuck the guy that did the original costume. I can't remember his name. Now. Ditko. Yeah. Steve Ditko. Steve Ditko. Yeah, yeah. Ditko. Well, I liked it too because it was almost. I just like, didn't like the CGI of the costume. Well, it's kind of like a. It was made to me. It was made to look like your first outing. So this is what we threw together real quick because we're flying over to Germany. Let's build it. Let's make the suit real. Make quick. it on the fly. And, yeah. yeah. So it's actually that's what I wanted. Was I wanted his. Jeans and a jeans and a hood and the, and the hoodie. That's but you can't show up to the fucking Civil War no. in jeans and a hoodie. Well, I mean, Tony Stark is not like, gonna let you roll up. Like to <laughs> Tony give you the costume after. Yeah, but Civil Tony's War. not gonna let because Tony's all about style. More yeah. above, even above winning the Civil War, it's got <laughs> he's about the style. If we lose, we gotta lose looking good. Right. So yeah, he's not gonna let Spider Man show up and fucking. What he wore to fight fucking what's his nuts crusher. crusher. And I also would have liked it if we didn't know that was ever gonna happen. If it had never been in a trailer, never been in a thing, I yeah. kept that a secret. How awesome would it have been? If Hollywood could keep all the trailers, <laughs> if we could just stop making trailers. Oh, I don't mind. I didn't mind it. The trailer, just that little. Yeah. yeah. They can leave some of that shit out. Right. Just could you imagine what what would have went through our brains if we didn't know that Spider-Man was gonna be in that movie? Oh, just blow your fucking mind. Yeah. Boom. What the hell is it? Yeah. Wait a minute, what? What, what, if, what if they didn't even give us the scene of Tony going to recruit Spider-Man? What right. if he just, what if Tony just calls him out, you know, yells, you know, does whistles and yells for underoos, and then you got fucking Spider-Man, and there's right. no build-up at should, all. And they show the clip at the beginning of uh, yeah. uh, Homecoming. Yeah, of Tony going to recruit. Right. Yeah, if you just recut that just a little bit and just leave that out for the net, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That would have been that much better. Right. Absolutely. I miss the days when we didn't know nothing. Yeah. I, feel I swear like, to you. I mean, honestly, I'll say it Till the day I die, I think Batman v Superman would have been a tolerable movie if the whole fucking trailer wasn't the whole movie. <laughs> exactly. But that was the first yep. movie where they were just like, let's put everything in the trailer, and then you can show up, and you can get the stuff in between that you didn't care about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll give you the other two hours of talking. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> they so the there was a trailer, the original trailer for the original Batman. Go ahead and swallow it. We'll take take your time. <laughs> I was trying to go get the voice. That's all right. <laughs> Remember that? They did that pan back. And that was a whole trailer. Yeah. If they had done that for Batman v Superman, they would actually made some money off that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just done the pan back. Well, they would have been the first week. Until everybody saw it and was like, don't go see right. this. Right. With the combined Suicide Squad and Batman logo. <laughs> yeah. And that would have been all they, all they needed. Yeah. But people were so unhappy about everything from the design of both costumes, which I will admit I'm over the whole triangle, whatever that design is that they're trying to do with everybody's latex now. Yeah. But I don't know. It was, it was like over all of it. Yeah. Get it right. Just get it right. The whole conflict resolution. Like, that's the worst. Martha. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> just, 
right, we'll save it for another show. Let's keep moving on. That's a whole show in and of itself. Uh, other big news from last weekend was the sudden and unexpected departure of DC Comics uh, of uh, co-publisher Dan Dio. Dan's been co-publisher of DC Comics alongside Jim Lee since 2010. No word on what led to Dan leaving DC, whose idea it was, or anything. Dan's been scheduled to make a number of appearances representing DC Comics, including at C2E2 this weekend, um, which would be one week removed from him no longer being at DC. And then he's supposed to be at Planet Comic Con later in March as well, among a bunch of other stuff he's got scheduled. So um, that kicked up the rumor mill of, oh, you know, what's going on? And I heard he was like, oh. Yeah, no. What, I that tends past. to be the rumor. But nobody has confirmed yeah, it. That's what I keep all, all DC has said is he is no longer with us, and all Dan has said is thank you so much for all the support I've gotten on social media from people that I've worked with. Who did he try to sleep with? Yeah, I feel like sex scandal had to happen. Yeah, somebody got slapped on the ass. No one is saying or, anything. Yeah. yeah, they're like, Weinstein's uh, caught. We got, we're fucked. We got to get rid of this guy. <laughs> so they, they signed something. Everybody involved signed something. So 10 years from now, we'll know what happened. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm misunderstanding it, but I, it's another news source around DC because it happened two days after Dan Dio yeah. quit, got fired, whatever happened. Um, but they're saying AT&T apparently owns DC. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, if this 5G, which is weird that they're calling this new event 5G. Because <laughs> it's got everything to do with their phone service. Yeah. Um, if it fails, they're talking about closing down DC. Yeah, what they're doing, 5G is that it's it's what they do every so often. It's the next reboot of the yeah, DC's the franchise, the yeah. and it's going to be focused on a new, a new generation of heroes wearing those DC costumes. So they talked about a Black Batman. They talked about Wally West. I don't even know what the fuck's going on over there anymore. They wouldn't. He, he's like Doctor Manhattan now. This like the whole generation one. Thing. They were wanting to do. Yeah, it's something. They're doing all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and word is that. That at some point, people were like, that's enough, Dan, you got to go. Um, <laughs> the other part of it is because AT&T is trying to buy Warner, who owns. There's a whole lot of stuff about, you know, are they going to package this off and try to – because a lot of times when you have those big corporate takeovers, is like, we bought all your assets. We only want this because this is where the money is, so mm-hmm. we're going to package this off and sell it. We're going to package this off and sell it. So there's talk about maybe they're trying to get a sell DC off. Warner, AT&T, whoever's not going to do that because even though they don't make pennies on the comic book side of things, relatively speaking, it's a multi-billion dollar business licensing out all their shit. Yeah. yeah. I... uh... So I would personally love to see him sell to DC to Disney and just yeah. they, Disney can but they own won't. everything yeah. and do a good job with it. It'd be it'd be nice. D- Disney is in the business right, of so down, Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> Disney is in the business of making characters that they can license. They're not in the business of buying licenses to use characters. Yeah. What's most likely going to happen is DC under Warner, AT&T, whatever, will decide we're not publishing comics, but we will sell the rights to publish DC Comics to Boom, IDW, whoever wants. They might even even do, because that's what kind of Marvel was looking at doing back in the 90s when their business was struggling on the comic side, which is why for so long you had all these Marvel characters at different movie studios, because they did that on the movie side. They said, okay, who wants to buy the Hulk? Who wants to buy Spider-Man? Who wants to buy this, this, and this? It's possible that you know you'll still get DC comics. You'll still order DC comics. People still come in and get their DC comics. Absolutely. It'll just have 
the DC label, and then it'll have like another yeah. company's label. Whoever's publishing that book's kind of, label will be on like Skybound with like Image. Absolutely. Can we can we can we can we pull our money together and buy by DC Comics? No, no, we just want just one person, just somebody. Yeah, Graham, yeah, who, who would we get? Yeah. <laughs> the amount of money we could pull together, uh, yeah, we would get. I don't know who we would get. <laughs> it would be like the gnat that keeps bugging Gleek, you know. <laughs> That's, who we That's what I was wondering because I watched the thing where they were talking about where they're doing the crossover with Marvel and right. DC and. The whole speculation was that they, this is going to be their last ditch. If this doesn't work, then we're done. So I was, I was wondering, listening to you guys talk about all that, because I was like, oh, I guess there is some validity to that. So. Yeah, does that jive with what you're hearing as well, Dustin? Yeah. On the retail I mean, side. I, and I, how I much keep, do you hear? That's what I keep hearing, <laughs> but I mean, I don't, I mean, DC's just too big to like close the doors. Right? Yeah. Like, right. This instant. Well, yeah. there's been time so soon. It would just be comics that close. They still have Batman movies and Superman movies. Yeah, but it's still like it's still too soon for that. I I'd say give it another like ten years. They do still put out quality comics. They yeah, do. for the, the most part. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Really. thing. Like the what's been happening lately though is that like what we've been stressing to people is get a pull list if you want comic books. Yeah. Get a pull list. Because you're not ordering that extras. That is very important, especially with, like, nowadays. Nobody is... No comic shop carries. Right. No, yeah, every fucking no, no comic shop carries all this stuff because no, there's, there's no only margin certain for it. Yeah. people want it. Not everybody goes out and search for it. And that's what has been the problem the past couple of weeks with Batman number 89. And you're the villain... Hell arisen because of this whole punchline thing. Yeah. All these people that haven't collected in years are coming out and they're pissed because they can't get it. Because they haven't been in a comic shop in years. When the, when the business used to be that, yeah, like, you would you would order to whatever that variant want, number is. You if know, you we want need twenty five. Do your research or get a pull list. Yeah, Last that simple. Wednesday, I mean, the Batman stuff. Yeah, that was on. It's even media worse this week. Yeah, because of the because of, it's her first full appearance. Right this week. And guess what? This this series, nobody ordered it because nobody, nobody wanted, wanted it. it. Yep. Right. DC also announced the 100-page 80th anniversary edition of Green Lantern. I think we, Which I think one? it was on the air, but Dustin and I talked about it last week off the air. Which one? As with other recent 80th wow. anniversary editions, the 100-page spectacular will feature different covers representing the various decades of Green Lantern throughout the publishing. So there'll be a cover from. 1930s, and they'll have the Alan Scott, and then yeah, all the way up to that Kyle Rayner cover, baby. There you go, the 90s version. Nobody gives a shit about Kyle Rayner. Nobody gives a shit about Kyle Rayner. He makes the most sense as a Green Lantern. He's an artist. He's got the imagination for it. Well, John Stewart's an engineer. Where has he been over here? John Stewart is my second favorite. Okay, well there you go. How Jordan? He's a hot girl. How Jordan? Right. Actually, he had hot girl and this. But as an adult, Josh Stewart is, is my favorite. Yeah. My problem had always been with, with, with Hal Jordan, even though there was a touch of realism about him. Yeah. When they originally initiated the idea of him, I mean, the world, I'm surprised that they got away with it. Come on, he was a drunk. Yeah. And abusive. Yeah, and fucking asshole. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and Hal, Hal Jordan's the biggest asshole in DC. And they got heroes. away with it. But he's yeah. still my favorite Green Lantern. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, he's no Hank Pym from Marvel. No, 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 no. I swear that was the that was the archetype they used to make yeah, it. Right? Yeah. And then they came out. Got what's darker. the yeah? What's the worst part of these characters? Alcoholic, all right. <laughs> Abusive, misogynist. Oh, yeah, you got to get it. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, 
uh, doing heroin or whatever. Yeah. No. But he had a fucking... Uh, yeah, the, the mechanic in the shop they call fucking Pie Face because he's an Alaskan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? What the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> one of the, I, remember, I don't remember which book. I remember which trip. It was one of the trips where he left. He started out at the Justice League and left, so it was a Hal Jordan book. Yeah. But he pulled over an alcoholic. Yeah. And got angry about it and locked the guy in a bottle. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, you're an alcoholic, too. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> well, and that's, that's why that whole Green Lantern, Green Arrow run in the mid-'70s worked so well is because Hal Jordan was your authority figure asshole, and Green Lantern was – or, I'm sorry, Green Arrow was your anti-authority, you-don't-understand-what's-going-on-in-the-world figure. And yeah. so that's why that whole Neil Adams, Denny O'Neill run was just was so I'm good because better, those right? two characters were playing the odd couple. It's a famous yeah. cover. Oh, yeah. I would have loved like to have gotten the Green Arrow from the comics or even from the cartoons in, in that, the TV show. In that TV okay. show, yeah. As would, much as I liked the first season of that show, I would have loved to have Ollie. Oh yeah, like yeah. our Ollie, because yeah. it would have been so much better. Because he was he was Robin. <laughs> That's who yeah. he was. Yeah. Also from DC, wrapping up last weekend, DC announced a partnership with IDW. To publish a Lock and Key Sandman crossover limited series, Lock and Key Hell and Gone will be written by Joe Hill and feature art by Gabriel Rodriguez, the Lock and Key team, and will center on the Key to Hell, which was featured in Sandman Season of Mist by Neil Gaiman. So it's not a winner? I don't think it's fair enough to bring Neil Gaiman into this. <laughs> Why is that? I mean, just, uh, well, no, he is, they're not bringing him in. It's, yeah. it's his character. That's what and, I'm saying. I don't but, think they should bring him into it if they're going to do it. Oh, well, they, yeah. yeah. I mean, Joe Hill and Neil Gaiman are yeah, close saying, enough. Yeah, yeah they're sure, friends. I'm sure enough. Joe Hill got rights from. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure they're. Cool. I'm sure that everybody's going to get they're paid both, their cut. They're, both, they're <laughs> both masters of board, so. Yeah, and why not? This is a, this a crossover event that a lot of people are I mean, they just had good omens do really well. I mean, Neil Gaiman's not hurting. Yeah, he's not hurting. I'd like to see him participate. He's still doing it. He's still doing it. Get crazy, man. I mean, because DC is one of the few places where you can do full on horror. Yeah. Yeah, full on. Can well, you just take let's, Justice League Dark, but yeah. double down on it. Yeah. Know? Less DC. Or Constantine. Uh, or well, you, well, you got Hellblazer. You got Sandbound. They were all in Justice Justin. League Dark. Right. Valiant's on DC, right? Vertigo. Vertigo. Vertigo which was, they canceled. But yeah. Vertigo's not a thing anymore. It's just a black label. Yeah, because it's all the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> they just change the name, just get yeah. people excited. But speaking of Neil Gaiman, um, I was reading previews for this month, and he has a Norse mythology series yeah. coming out. I have this book on Norse mythology. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's fun. Really good. Yeah. yeah, so he has an ongoing series coming out by Dark Horse. Yeah, that would awesome. be interesting. He's got a hard out. Love Norse mythology. He loves his Norse mythology. Mike, yeah. Mike Magnola is doing something. Doing the art. Here. Yeah, I saw that. He too. talks about being like in comics recently, um, but he's, he's scared and he can't do it again. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it's a scary time to do that. Yeah, I was gonna say if you've got other places to bread to butter your bread, well, da- no, dabble just, in comics, keep making TV shows and writing books. Right. Yeah. Well, because you got to think about it. you're sitting there and they're watching their own see some social media, listening to everybody flip out about the littlest thing. Yeah. If you retired on top, you know what? I'm let's just, just keep it there. Yeah, just, I did Sandman. Right, I'm, I'm done. Oh yeah, just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this week, so that was the weekend. <laughs> we didn't get to this week yet. <laughs> the story of the week is this week, Disney CEO Bob Iger announced he's stepping down from that role immediately. Iger became Disney CEO in 2005. Under his watch, 
What a resume. Disney purchased Pixar in 2006. They launched the Marvel Cinematic Universe in 2008 with Iron Man, and they just went ahead and bought Marvel outright in 2009 when <laughs> Iron Man made a buck. Uh, they purchased Lucasfilm in 2012, purchased Fox in 2019, launched Disney Plus in 2019, and a whole lot more. Iger is replaced by another Bob, Bob Kapchek, who uh, has been with Disney since 1993 and most recently served as the chairman for Disney's Parks and Experiences, which put him in charge of all the theme parks. Iger will continue as executive chairman overseeing the company's creative endeavors, meaning film and television streaming stuff, until he retires when his current contract ends December 31st, 2021. So it's a big transition window. The idea being that, hey, I'm going out on top. I'm going out when my contract ends. Let's go ahead and bring in the next guy so that as he's learning the ropes, because all he's done is the parks stuff, let's work together for the next year and a half, year and three quarters so that when I am not here anymore – I'm not getting phone calls like, hey, where did you leave the keys to the fucking movie, to the movie machine? Where did you leave the fucking lightsabers? You know? It's like, let's just go ahead and get him in here, and I'll show him where we keep the lightsabers locked up and where we keep the fucking Iron Man armor. So, uh, yeah, it's, I wish more companies were thinking that way about yeah. things instead of just all of a sudden jerking people around. Somebody who loves the company that they yeah. have given a good chunk of their life to. And he's saying, hey, it. I'll step out of the role. Don't give me the title. I'll move to the different office. Let's get that guy in there and let's get him all the support he needs while we can before I'm yeah. not here. To Plus, if it goes under during that transition or even shortly thereafter, yeah. it's all going to be on him. Yeah. Even though it's he's, you know, he's, he's golfing in Boca and if something goes wrong. Yeah. So might as well do it right. Absolutely. Oh, they still going to screw it up. So. Nah, I don't know. It's Disney. <laughs> In other Disney news, Star Wars has revealed Project Luminous, which is a publishing initiative meant to tide Star Wars fans over between now and the next film, whenever, whatever that is. Hasn't even been announced. Similar to what they did with Shadows of the Empire, kind of between Return of the Jedi and the prequels coming out. Uh, it's all novels and comics. It'll be set in the Old Republic, which is about 200 years before the Skywalker stuff. They're doing an all-ages line. So there'll be kids stuff. There'll be middle-grade stuff. There'll be adult stuff. There'll be kids comics. There'll be adult comics. They're saying, here's the sandbox, and we brought in writers and artists and comic book writers, and they're figuring out what the story is together, and then this person goes off and writes this part of the story, and this person goes off and does the comics for this part of the story. Uh, it's Phase one is being known as the High Republic. The first wave of this stuff is set to roll out in August. So expect to see the toys for Wave 1 by yeah, Christmas time. Yeah. 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 Can we just go invade the, the sandbox and kick over some stuff? <laughs> Some things went wrong this this last phase. Yeah, the last phase is not being good, which is why they are stepping away from the Skywalker stuff altogether and saying, let's go back to this. Disney has reportedly tapped writer and director J.D. Dillard, made a movie called Slight that nobody saw. Back in 2016, he works, worked for Bad Robot. He worked on Rise of Skywalker in a technical capacity. And writer Matt Owens, who's written for Luke Cage, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., these two have been brought in to create a new Star Wars property, meaning we don't know if it's a movie or Disney+. Plus. Bob Iger, last year, like in December, on a call said, Star Wars, we're really looking at Disney+, Plus right now, not the next movie, so maybe this is a new series. 
Um, this new property is going to be set on the planet Exegol. That was the Sith planet from Rise of Skywalker. Don't know what they're going to do with it, but that's what they are going to do. They're going to write and develop some sort of something set on the Sith planet. Here's a question for the group. Would you rather them spend more time on planets? Would you rather them travel throughout the galaxy? Well, they'll probably have some travel, but if that's the main you, thing. You said the group. The group I like. Okay. Am I not part of the group anymore? Sure. Uh, <laughs> they probably need to keep it somewhat close and believable that they're interacting. Because right. we're not going to interact with people. Yeah, you have trained these the nerds to answer in a very political way. I'm no, I'm, my deal is I'm, maybe I'm cynical, but I wish they just let Star Wars die. It's just it won't ever at this point. Yeah, there's always money to be made off of it. So. I like how no one directly answered my question. <laughs> like, at all. Maybe it'll answer some like questions. I mean, I think <laughs> maybe, I maybe it'll answer, why the fuck did they do that in yeah. the last movie? Well, here's what I like about that. Okay, so say your question again. So, <laughs> so would you rather, do you do you like the Star Wars where they're traveling all over the place like they did in the prequels? They traveled several different planets in the prequels. Okay, well, every you, every Star Wars movie rather, has about three, a minimum of three planets. But would yeah. you rather them do each episode, would you rather them center an entire Star Wars story around one planet, not Earth, Right, so you could have like Star Wars Tatooine, and it's whatever story yeah. about whoever comes to Tatooine. Star Wars, yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, look, Star look, Wars, look, look at the success of Mandalorian. Each episode was on a planet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like he le- he goes to like one other planet, maybe I think. He, he went. He went to to two or three. He went. Well, he went to the, the one. They had where, all the Vietnamese farmers. Yeah, and that's yeah. and outside of that planet, he doesn't really. He got his space. Right. Yeah, he, he there's a couple of space mission things, but most of most of the series is set in that one. Well, he goes to Tatooine once, so I guess oh, yeah. there's two planets. Yeah, but most of it's set on whatever that one world is. Set or one set of you know constantly traveling, felt, like like your Star Tracks, right? Or even some of them Clone Wars where they were all over the yeah, place. Yeah, this week we're on this planet. Yeah. Right, right. That's a kind of a good question because because it can still be Star Wars, but it's just on. well, if you think about it, like let's take. The, you know, let's take four, five, and six. Uh, you know, four, we a lot of the action happened on Tatooine. Right. Yep. So we fell in love with that planet because we got the whole. Okay, there's moisture farmers. There's Jawas doing their thing. There's a cantina. We we got the build up of the world. That empire. Dudes, we I got, scared me. I had nightmares for years about the dudes. About what dudes? The the ones. I don't know. Jawas. That, no, not them, the other ones. Tuscan Raiders? Yeah, the Tuscans. Yeah, yeah. But we got, you know, the Hoth planet. So when we hear about Hoth, we, we know, oh, yeah, there was this Boom. base, and there, it was crazy because it's all there, was the Wobblers, and, you know, but then, you know, for uh, Return of the Jedi, Endor. we got Endor. So we got, okay, this is crazy. What and it was, in, it was Endor and then the, the new Death Star. It was it. They weren't anywhere yeah. else. It was but the Dagobah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 But that's the thing. There's three planets in every one of those originals. Because you have Tatooine, you have planet, the Death Star, the first Death Star, and Yavin, which is where the... But you could, and you could do more right. if, if they wanted to. But, that, but, but, they, but they always is, did three. And then when you got to Empire, you, you started on Hoth, yeah. you had Dagobah, and you had Best. Which would you prefer, the traveling... Science fiction, or stay on a planet for however long. I think they get more. You care more about. The I didn't ask you what. Yeah, you, you did. You want? What you did? Want? Just try to answer you. I think, I think you care. I think you care more about the environment when they stay on a planet. Right. Or at least a couple, at least a big percentage of it. 
I mean, you can go other places, but like stay someplace for a few fucking minutes, get to know the, the <laughs> inhabitants of the right of the, the world, like the wildlife. Well, it gives the you an terrain. emotional and a mental connection to it. So if this movie has this planet, blah blah. Now when we have like the newer movies and they talk about them, we're like, we know those places. Look at we how quickly we well. bonded with the little pigeons from. Uh, uh, force of, well, force that's the thing. We've, we've gone, we've gone from making force. connection to the characters. <laughs> we, we've gone from making a connection to the characters, like we did in the originals. Yeah. We've gone from making a connection to the planets because how many fucking planets were in this last movie? And we've gone to making a connection to what's the cutest thing on the screen. Yeah. Right. We like Porbs. We like Baby Yoda. We like what's his nuts? Uh, Bubba Bubba Frick. What's yeah, his and then the salt yeah. tigers thing. Yeah, the, the, the crystally looking foxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We like individual characters now, whereas before. There were characters in the cantina, and you're like, ooh, what the fuck's that? Right, now we bonded with all of them. Yeah, but now it's like, now, because we've got such, we don't care about any of this shit because they're not giving us anything to care about. Right. Now we're just like, ooh, those porgs were pretty cool, so there's porgs fucking everywhere. It's Disney now. So, oh, Baby Yoda's cool. You like Baby Yoda? Toy Fair. Here's three aisles of Baby Yoda stuff. You know, it's, we've stopped. Yeah. And the reason for my question is that the irony of it is, if we had explored that one planet in Mandalorian, because mm-hmm. we we didn't go past thirty miles, right? We went to one city, really. Yeah, and just the outskirts of that city, yeah. right? And and do you even call it a city? More like and a so take a planet like Neptune size, or I'm sorry, Jupiter size. Mm-hmm. The full exploration could take several seasons. Oh yeah, or whatever. I think it depends on the story. If you've got a story that you. You've got a strong connection. There's a reason why these characters that we care about them, right. and there's a reason why they're connected to that planet. If the Mandalorian's first few episodes, his ship gets blown up, and it's like, you fucked over the Bounty Hunter Guild, and now you can't get off planet? Then that would have been a great way to stay on one planet and have him just being on the run on that one planet. But it's Star Wars, and there's not a Star Wars thing that doesn't go into space. I mean, it's a name, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Honest with you, after that second episode, I didn't know how Mandalorian was going to survive because it was so cliche. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, because you could predict literally what was going to happen. So where they went with that, and how they did it, and it was even the the, the geniuses of, of of adding Gina, who's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like, all right, I'm gonna have to watch now just because I hurt. <laughs> yeah. Although I would rather her everybody's crush. had a, everybody's had a crush on her since. She was an American gladiator. <laughs> well, since MMA. Well, even before that, back when she was an American gladiator. Yeah. Since that superhero landing. Well, yeah. 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 She would have to get buck naked and stand behind a towel to weigh in at her MMA stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was Joey, everybody, just so yeah. everybody's clear. Joey said that. I said it, and everybody, I said it, and everybody else said it here with a smile on their face and their head tilted to the side and their eyes rolled up going, yeah. You notice how he just throws <laughs> all the I'm just saying, if, if one of us is going down, we're all going down. <laughs> Speaking of Lucasfilm properties, for the first time in franchise history, the next Indiana Jones film will be directed by someone other than Steven Spielberg. Well, do we need it? Copland, no. Logan, and Ford v. Ferrari director James Mangold will direct Indiana Jones 5. Now, I'll say this. Copland brought Sylvester Stallone back to the pub. I mean, the dude was living in his fucking little house. Little house. Out in California. <laughs> nobody's fucking, nobody's calling him up for roles. He's not bothering anybody. He's just kind of going through life. Like, I had a good run. I made a lot of money. I'm happy. 
And then they made Copland, where he was kind of old and kind of out of shape, and it brought him back. It was old man Stallone playing a cop. We got old man Hugh Jackman playing old man Logan in Logan. It was awesome. If we get get James Mangle giving us old man Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones 5, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic that he might take a turd and polish this into something worth watching. Yeah, I mean... That being said, the guy directed yeah, yeah, turning into uh, directed Suicide Squad. Indiana Jones yeah. number ten. <laughs> yeah, no, I I've never seen an Indiana Jones movie in my life. Really? Um, I just felt like I, I got it. <laughs> I don't need to see it. I know enough. <laughs> I so <laughs> we unprint him now in front of him, or did we just wait? Matt, we figure out what the day is. We're gonna sit down and have to make him watch them all back to back. Tie his ass to a chair. Oh, oh yeah, try to break Let's say like when Sean Connery was his dad. And he was like the older mentor figure. They're gonna try to do that where like Harrison Ford's the. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the story is gonna be. But, time I mean, what, right? Do you think that would be? No, I don't think they would. Go, I think or? that whatever they're gonna do, it's gonna be, it's gonna be old it's man gonna be Harrison Ford. He's gonna find everything at Oak Island. There you go. And then he's gonna die <laughs> after 13 seasons. About to die before they find the next goal. So. There we go. He, he is the treasure on <laughs> Well, if you think about it, so we got Harrison Ford. If at his age, they would have to be telling a story set probably in the 1960s, maybe. So I don't know what story they He could run tell. into John Boyd you know, and chase down the national treasure. Honestly, for a second, I was like, why? I was like, oh, yeah, duh. Because he's fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, I forget the Indiana Jones took place in yeah, World War II. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I would really love for them to uh, bring back the actor that plays on Solo and Solo. And just like establish that that is young Harrison Ford all the time <laughs> from now on. Yeah. <laughs> just like every role you ever did, anytime you reboot it, we're casting this mother. Yeah. 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 I'd do it. I'd buy that. Yeah, uh, they could we'll do, do the uh, the Ed the City on the Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah. that way we can actually have Laura Croft show up. Yeah, and Nicolas Cage from National Treasure and all of them. Yeah, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Even. Just a big crossover. <laughs> Nathan, all all Nathan I care about is. <laughs> All I want is for James Mangle to give us something out of Harrison Ford that resembles what he got out of Sylvester Stallone and Copland and from Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman and Logan. Just give us some some of that in the mix. I would yeah. imagine that was the factor of getting I'm him guessing, to, do it, yeah. to tell that story. Yeah, yeah, whatever that story is. And make people love Indiana Jones again because mm-hmm. the last one, the I just goal know. was... Right, because you think about it, Nobody was gave a. F- I mean, we were done with the X Men movies before Logan, right? Yeah, like we didn't is. care about the Wolverine. We certainly didn't care about no, X Men Origins Wolverine. I mean, I oh, God. <laughs> so we were to the point where everybody was kind of done with yeah. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. The motorcycle and that one, and that was about it. Yeah, so we were all kind of done. And then what's he do? He gives us like, all right, fuck it, you're going out. We're going out the way Wolverine mm-hmm. needs to go out. Yeah. And so if we're yeah, doing the yeah. same thing, if we're saying, look, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford's done, we're going out, then let's go out blazing, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Ryan Johnson, who directed Knives Out, uh, spilled the tea in Vanity Fair this week in an interview. Apparently, Apple has it in its contracts. When you contract to have an Apple product in your film, uh, Apple iPhones, Apple technology cannot be used by villains in anything that Hollywood makes. So if you're watching <laughs> if you're watching a Who Done It and everybody's got an iPhone except for one guy and he's got his Samsung Galaxy, 
I can tell you who done it. The guy that's not allowed to use the iPhone. He's <laughs> just like real life. I think anyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we got real phones and y'all don't. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so if you're watching the sequel to Knives Out and you're and you see everybody pull out their iPhones and one guy whips out his fucking Android device. Um, he's the one that did it. So no wonder Chris Evans wasn't wearing or had one of those in Knives Out. Exactly, because he was spoilers for everybody that hasn't seen Knives Out. So that's going to be like 15 yeah. years from now. We all going to be at a bar taking bar trivia. And that's going to come. That'll up. be up to like, so. Yeah. so you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> and the last bit of legitimate news, if you want to call it that, <laughs> Science Channel personality Mad Mike Hughes died in the crash of his homemade rocket that he had built for an upcoming Science Channel documentary series titled Homemade Astronauts. The inventor was hoping to build a steam-powered machine that would take him 5,000 feet in the air because he has apparently done experiments and he's invented and he has decided that his experiments and inventions would prove that the Earth is flat. Unfortunately, what he couldn't do is build a machine that would allow him to get more than 500 feet off the ground and survive Wait a minute. the crash. Are you serious? Yeah, dude this died in a homemade rocket. For a few years, he's been building yeah. rockets. No, I was, he, there's, I, a, there's a documentary series called Rocket Man. Swear to God. No, so dude, he, dude he built a rocket. This isn't in other news. No, yeah, dude built a rocket. <laughs> Thinking that once he got up in the air, any kind of safety equipment? No, dude, it's, it's his. They're just there to film. Yeah, he built his own shit. Yeah, they he, just there to record him. Yeah, he he built it. He was going to prove once he got up there, he was going to do some sort of experiment and prove to the world that the Earth is flat. And sure enough, he got up there and crashed that fucking. Yeah, he proved to do that parachute. <laughs> he so. proved a lot of things. Not America, that the Earth is flat. The least daredevil society of all of of, of all time. And he didn't think, you know, a safety harness? I got parachute. There's been a few flat earth There's been a few flat earth documentaries. And every time they just let the flat earthers do what they gotta do. <laughs> yeah, it's and almost like just watch it like this. Yeah. I let him fucking go. Exactly. I mean that's the Darwin Awards that work here. Family and all. Yeah. But damn. Yeah. <laughs> or is yeah. the ejection sheet where like <laughs> something. something. Yeah, he was going to get up there, prove the Rock earth is flat. I guess if, you, if you've got a flat earth, maybe you don't need to worry about gravity. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Dude, dude did Damn. not have a contingency plan. Did not know that was going to be a joke. And in other news, <laughs> out of the news to the other news, a trail of pill bottles stolen from a Florida drugstore. Yeah, Where's Curtis? Florida. Where's Curtis? Led detectives. not here, right? <laughs> <laughs> the trail of pill bottles led detectives to a home where they found two men matching the descriptions of the robbers seen on surveillance video, Sheriff's official said. Unicorns. The men and another accomplice robbed a CVS in Clearwater about 5 a.m. on New Year's Day, waving guns at employees and actually binding several of them with zip ties, according to the county sheriff's office. The trio made off with more than 10,000 pills containing hydro, uh, hydrocodone and oxycodone. The drugs had a street value of about three hundred twenty thousand oh, yeah. dollars. But they left behind some clues. First, the surveillance video captured the men and their white Chrysler two hundred fleeing the scene. <laughs> and apparently, the men emptied the pills from the bottles, 
which they tossed out the window as they drove home. The newspaper <laughs> recorded. Well, because they need to find <laughs> please, please tell me their names is Hensel and Grub. <laughs> Detectives followed the trail of pill bottles to a home where they found the two men, Sheriff's official said. <laughs> Investigators said the three men had planned the robbery, even staking out the location the day before. Detectives saw one of the men casing the store in surveillance video they reviewed. The two men... Christopher Ratchel Jr., 29, and David Dobbins, I'm sorry, 19, and David Dobbins, 19, were arrested on January 1st. They also matched the descriptions of the robbers seen inside the store, detective said. As they investigated, they found more evidence. On Dobbins' cell phone, they saw video of the men in the same room as a bed piled with all the pills and clear plastic bags. There were also surveillance videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're also <laughs> these guys are special. There are also videos showing them handling white a white garbage bag, which is the same type of scene in the surveillance video. The videos helped the investigate investigators identify Roy Lampkin, eighteen, as an accomplice, showing him handling the white bag. Detectives also found his fingerprints on evidence at the scene. Lampkin isn't listed on a warrant as a suspected robber, but it says he was seen on video entering the CVS. And asking a pharmacist a question. Authorities arrested him on February 5th and charged him with drug trafficking. All three men remain in jail. <laughs> I'm guessing that their court-appointed attorney has not gotten to them yet. <laughs> and court records didn't list lawyers who could speak for them. Uh, Ratchel and Dobbins are each charged with two counts of trafficking and illegal drugs, three counts of false imprisonment, because they tied people up, yep. and one count of armed robbery. Dobbins is held in lieu of a $280,000 bond, Ratchel is also charged with oxycodone possession and is held in lieu of a $282,000 bond. <laughs> Lampkin is charged with two drug trafficking charges and remains in jail on a $1 million bond. Because it's, it's 10 years for the felony trafficking, period. I'm, period. I'm wondering why you know that. <laughs> so, this is, this is you weren't here last week. So. Same way that I know, oxy and hydrocodone get $20 pill on the street. Okay, I just know that. But kids, this is a testimony. When your friends walk up to you, hey man, you know what we should do? Just walk away from that friend. Just leave that dude alone. <laughs> Almost like how much evidence they left. Like all they had to, the next thing I was waiting for you to say was like they also found a signed confession. <laughs> just in case you need this later, here's my signed confession. I promise you that started out with a night of here's everybody you sitting around. Hey man, you know what we should do? Yeah. Just please stop that. Smack that dude. <laughs> oh, I like that they staked it out. What's that staked it's out? It's a fucking CVS pharmacy. It looks like every other. That was the I night could, that he said it. Hey, I could you go know what we should do? <laughs> I could go stake out a CVS here, and it would be the same as what they staked out in Clearwater. <laughs> There's no difference in these I'm things. I think that one of the guys... You know that place where I get my condoms and my white claw? I got pills in it. <laughs> oh. No shit. Let's go. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's stake it out first. <laughs> yeah, they're special. Yeah. The left side of the right side of the store. You better check the shit out. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Now, I can kind of see tying up the CVS people if the pharmacists are like a couple we have here in town. That I'm pretty sure they kind of dip into the supply. <laughs> At like 2 a.m., they're like, bing, 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 bing. 
They're like bouncing all over the place. Hey, what are you doing? What do you need? I'll get it for you. I'm like, oh, buddy. <laughs> not to mention they get paid like $12 an hour. There's not a lot of wiggle room to be a hero. Right. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> like, you can time me up if you want, yeah. but <laughs> odds are I'm just going to go back in the cooler and lock myself in. Well, <laughs> we're talking about cashiers and stuff. Yeah, but if we're talking about the, the pharmacists there and the helpers, yeah. man, they, they well, I'll bet a night shift night. pharmacist it probably gets paid. It depends on where yeah. they work. Here in Springfield, I have a friend that walked in and said, I need $80,000. I'm going to go somewhere else. They're like, okay. And yeah, that's what they pay. They make lot. killer money that's at CBS here. Mm-hmm. But well, that's worked whatever schooling you have to do. They, I mean, yeah. and 60 is what you can, with next to no experience, can walk in and start at. So. That's what we all need to be doing. How yeah. fun this podcast had yeah, we get. Apparently somebody <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's know what you think are the top stories each and every week if we use your suggestion we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast links to all that and more at popgoestheculture.com uh, a buddy of ours friend of the show in the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network uh, Jason with the Sample Chapter Podcast he wanted to touch on the fact with Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford is saying, when the role, when I die, when I walk away, Indiana Jones is done. You think that's really what's going to happen? Or do you I think that's just so. his wishful thinking? I don't want that to be the case. Sure. You, you think Disney's telling him? I yeah, think when, this, when, when our generation is gone, they might restart it. But I would love it if we never did. Well, you got to think now. It's a Disney project. It's a they Disney property. How, how, how long has Disney sat on a property and not remade it? <laughs> yeah. It's not like Disney to milk something for all its worth. It just doesn't sound like yeah, that. Doesn't no, sound like Disney not, at all. Not at all. No. I can see them totally sticking to their words oh, there. Yeah. So, <laughs> blah, 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 anniversary yeah. of the first one, and that's what they'll, they'll pump 50th what anniversary of Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really? We'll see it. Well, we may not see it, but yeah. it'll happen. <laughs> but it'll happen. Somebody will tell us. Yeah, they'll tell us if it's good or not. Well, we're going to have our pop quiz. We're going to kick off our 2020 March Madness tournament. We're going to do a little bit more right after this. Don't go anywhere. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know and for sure several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. All right, today in pop culture history, February 28, 1983, the CBS sitcom, if you can call it that, MASH, Ended after 11 seasons, airing a special two-and-a-half-hour episode, Dude. which was watched by 77% of the television viewing audience. Yeah. Three-quarters of people that could watch TV were watching TV on this date, February 28, 1983. And crying. And going, you didn't. They killed who? They didn't what? Right. Yeah. It was a rough episode. Yeah, well, yeah. just about every episode of MASH, you think of it as like, oh, it's a funny show. But then if you sit down and watch them, you're like, 
damn, this show was kind of hard. Honestly, I'm telling Mash you. Was, Mash got away with shit because they made people laugh, but it was not a comedy in the traditional sense. It was, it was, but that last episode. That last that episode was, yeah. was a step. Honestly, it was, we don't, we wouldn't have half the things we have now if it wasn't for that last episode of Mash. Oh, yeah. Because they did stuff that no one would have ever thought to. Yeah. February 28, 1996. Kiss reunited at the Grammys in full makeup and costume. Yeah. Because that was their one last trip around the victory lap for Kiss back in 1996. Well, that they're still <laughs> 25 years later, still on that victory lap. Yeah, I've seen what? Since 1996? The that they have. Gosh, I've seen them five times since. Since 1996, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Celebrity birthdays today. Actress Bernadette Peters. You might remember her from The oh. Jerk. She was in Annie. She's a, she, she was always a little cutie. Yeah, she, she was always kind of. She's the main. She was the redheaded gal with the curly, mm-hmm. tight curls. Okay, yeah. The the girlfriend. Yeah. Character. Okay. She turns seventy two years old today. How old is Steve Martin then? He's got to be old too. He was old when he was young. Yeah, he's always looked <laughs> he old. Was old. Born, he, he was born forty years old. So. <laughs> he's born to white people. <laughs> Bernadette Peters has won tons of awards, tons of Tony awards as well. Wrestler Ricky the Dragon Steamboat turns sixty-seven years old Still today. Looks really good, dude. He just wrestled uh, two years ago. Um, the Dragon was the bomb. Yeah, he was, and he's a good guy by all accounts too. Yeah, nobody has a bad word to say about him. To my knowledge, he is one of the only people that I know of that has been a face his entire career. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Comedian Gilbert Gottfried turns 65 years old today. So Please, he, nobody, do an impression. Oh God, <laughs> he officially looks like he sounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I mean, even if you see him recently, he doesn't look 65. No, he looks. He is, he is. And he's kind of gotten he's away from that voice. Like, I don't know if that's it's, it's with style. age or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think I think yeah. There's his normal speaking voice, and he'd always crank that up yeah. for his stage presence like Fran Drescher does yeah but well, he doesn't even try to do no now he anymore. now you hear him talking yeah he just he, he's like but yeah. he still knows him oh, yeah. he still sounds like him just not he's dialed down from 11 down to like a 4 it's like Bob Kegel yeah yeah okay. actor John Turturro turns 63 years old today and yeah, actress probably, be in the next probably he's in a lot of them and <laughs> actress <laughs> Ali Larder turns 43 does anybody remember Ali Larder if I just say the name no, Does anybody remember the movie Varsity Blues? Yeah. yeah. And the whipped cream scene? Yeah. yeah. That's actually you went that far back? I don't know how to do a I know, but that's where she started. There's Jan Harris. She was uh, the, 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 the webcam gal. Yeah. <laughs> that's how she started on here. Actually, she was the only person, I, she was the only movie, character uh, I didn't like. Yeah, the rest of the Ed Pantera did hot launching in my head on Well, yeah. That. But well, I didn't. Older, Crazy, yeah, yeah. Crazy. yeah. I just didn't like the multiple I didn't know what they were yeah. trying to do with her in yeah. Heroes, so it was a little odd. They're trying to do with anyone in Heroes, actually, <laughs> they didn't know what they were doing in Heroes. Honestly, if that first season everybody made they sense, but her, that. yeah, but they were ended after the first season, that would have been pretty good. Yeah, I stopped was, watching Heroes, it was towards the end of the first season, but it was the episode where they ran out of budget. Yeah. It's the episode where uh, Zachary Quinto's character, what's his name? I fucking the bad guy, Simon, okay, Simon. and uh, the good guy character. I forget, it was uh, Milo's Milo. character. Yeah. It was Milo. They were going to fight. They've been building up the fight all season. They're like uh-huh. at this building. It was maybe his apartment. I don't remember, but it's a fucking, they're fighting. And like one of them's in the room. I think Milo's in the room and Siler walks in. 
and they shut the door and they show like lights at the bottom of the door, the crack of it. And you're like, fuck, they just didn't, they ran out of budget yep. at this point. <laughs> so yep. they, and so, and the fight took place off camera. Yeah. It's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Well, if you look at I'm the, done they, with they, the show. entire season, they ran out of budget two episodes before. Oh yeah, no, I know. Just, <laughs> no. But they just kept playing like there was gonna be a big, yeah. there's a showdown yeah. coming and it's happening in this room and you're not gonna be there. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you all about it next season. I don't know if they ran out of budget or ran out of good ideas. I think they ran because, out of budget because you can because they, you can choreograph a fight on a bad idea. They built up something <laughs> and then. The writer strike happened, and then more bad ideas came into the table, and they're popular. And no one thought they were going to be that popular. No, no. They were they were off. trying to get us, and they got half the freaking world. Yeah. People that wouldn't normally watch that shit were watching and that shit. Yeah. People at the water group, man, did you see the save the cheerleader? Did you save the cheerleader? And this phenomenon that they had, and then, you know. <laughs> and then they're like, then five shit. guys like us took over. <laughs> <laughs> but five guys like us could at least scripted a, a scene. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. we could have done. I mean, if nothing else, you come up with a MacGuffin that strips some other powers, and you just have them fucking fist fight it. At least yeah. you can film that, right? Yeah, at least you can film that. <laughs> well, February twenty eighth is National Public Sleeping Day. Sweet, celebrated <laughs> since twenty eleven. <laughs> National National Public Sleeping Day encourages people to take a nap in a public place. (laughs) Did you know? That was my college year. I slept in the car a lot. (laughs) The top five places for taking a nap in public are, number one, actually this is not in order, so number five, a movie theater. Yep. We know people that that go to sleep sleep through every movie. Uh, number, Number four, church. Done it. <laughs> Number three, a public library. Done it. I don't go to a public library. Well, if you would, though, that'd be yeah. a great place to take a nap. Because everybody's got to be quiet, yeah. right? So, fuck. Number two, the mall. And when you say that, I'm thinking that this average has to be like the old guys that get stuck on the bench <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. end up just kind of snoozing while they're waiting. Well, I'm hoping yeah. either that or I was thinking parking lot, but okay. Yeah, maybe. I'm thinking in the mall, though. Otherwise, it would be parking yeah, lot. I, I think it would be I, I, I could, I could like, in the mall. I don't trust people that much. Yeah. And the number one place to take a nap in public, a park, a public park. Find That's a shady spot, lean against the tree, whatever. I have done that before. You are going, going to get robbed. I'm going to park, you get shot, you're going to fall asleep on a syringe. Exactly. You're not wrong. Public sleeping day, do you know there's four types of naps? We're getting deep on the public, public, public sleeping. The power nap is approximately 10 to 20 minutes long, and it can give you a boost of energy to get you through the rest of the day. It doesn't all leave you drowsy like some longer naps might. It also allows you to fall asleep at a decent time at night. So a power nap gives you that little shot to get through the day, and you don't feel like shit when you take a power nap, and you can still go to bed at your normal bedtime. I feel like he's prepping us for some stuff in his near future. The hangover, <laughs> the hangover nap is about thirty minutes long, which, according to science, is about two minutes too many. It leaves you feeling loopy, and you just want to stay asleep. When we snap out of it, we feel much like we had a power nap, but it takes a little effort before you actually feel like coming out of that. I get that. The brainiac lasts about sixty minutes, and it includes the deepest sleep. While we may feel a little grogginess upon waking, much like the hangover, our ability to recall facts, names, faces is improved. Research suggests this type of nap may be the best nap to take after you're studying for like a big test. So again, if you're in college or whatever, you're cramming for a test, 
take a 60-minute nap, and when you wake up, you'll feel refreshed. It's not quite as groggy to get out of it, and you actually recall the stuff that you studied prior to that nap better For than For me, you it is 70 minutes. No, it's not. It's got to No, for me, because if I sleep... No, there's no individual variation in this. (laughs) But for the 60, like, I I wake up and I do feel, like, groggy for a good half hour for some reason. But that extra 10 minutes, I wake up, like, super refreshed. Yeah, it all has to do with if you're in that REM sleep and your whole circadian rhythm. It's always a a, uh, 10 minutes. I don't know why. And finally, the California King lasts about 90 minutes. And it is typically a full cycle of sleep. It, it will include cost you twelve hundred dollars. It's only slightly bigger than a king. <laughs> it includes REM and a dream stage. This nap avoids the hangover like a power nap, and it does improve creative thinking and motor memory, but it will fuck up with your normal bedtime. So if you sleep for ninety minutes, plan on not being able to fall asleep at your don't, normal bedtime. Don't forget the unemployment. That's where you, <laughs> <laughs> that's, you that's where you don't get out of bed. <laughs> I've been unemployed for three weeks now and I've taken all the <laughs> every one of those. Yeah. Which do you prefer out of the four? What's your I, I favorite? I prefer the I'm kind of okay with the seventy minutes, but I'll set my alarm for seventy minutes and then give myself about ten minutes to fall asleep. Okay. So it's minutes. still really a sixty minute. But I've I've done this thing a few times now. You practiced. Terrifying. Yeah, it's the most fucking terrifying thing that's happened to me in a long time. I'll fall asleep on my couch, and it only happens if I'm facing the back of the couch when I fall asleep. But I'll fall asleep, and then I'll wake up, and I'll be like, okay, time to get up. And then I'll go to do something, and then I'll wake up again, and I'm still facing <laughs> the couch, and I'm like, oh, shit, time to get up. And I'll do that five times before I actually fucking wake up. <laughs> it's, like, it's like coming out of Inception, different layers yeah. of fucking dream. And by the time I actually wake up, I'm like, can I move Am I really my awake? Yeah, what the hell I is can't this? move my fucking body. Like I'm scared to move my legs, and so like a 20 minute nap, kind of bullshit. If we're gonna be honest. Yeah, if you're gonna take a nap, fucking take a nap. Yeah, right. 20 minutes it's is gonna good. get you nothing. Well, congratulations to everybody celebrating, whether it's birthdays or sleeping in public days, whatever the case may be. Congratulations to everybody celebrating this weekend. This week we are kicking off our 2020 March Madness tournament. Over the next three weeks, we're going to do preliminary matches. So this week and then the next three. It's all preliminary shit. And then the winner of those four weeks are going to go head-to-head in the finals about a month from now. You're going to vote in the pop quiz, and you're going to tell us which of the participants each week that you like the best. And again, the most vote-getters out of the four will move on. So we're starting with a sweet 16. We're breaking them into groups of four. One will come out of each of those, and then that final four will go head-to-head at the end of the month. So we've done this in the past with different things. For those of you that haven't been here for a while, you're like, we haven't done shit. For those of us that have been here, we've done different things with this in the past. This year, we're going to do something a little bit different. We are looking at specifically at food and drink advertising mascots, advertising icons in our March Madness tournament. So. How you're voting can be on any criteria you want. You can vote on the one that is the best looking, the one that you have the most nostalgic feelings for, the one you think would win in a fucking back alley street fight. I don't care what what criteria you That's use. I'm not telling you. Yeah, I'm not telling you what criteria to vote on. I'm just telling you to vote for the one that you like the best. So this week we're kicking it off. Starting with this week, here is the first round of four. I'll throw them out there. And then after I've thrown all four out, we'll talk about our favorites. So the first one this week, the number one seed in this round, Captain Crunch. 
Can nothing stop these soggies? Crunch power can. Box delicious sweet taste in. Yikes! So it's tough to sog out. You got the point. Number two seed, Green Giant. Good things from the garden. Garden in the valley. Valley of the jolly. Oh, oh, oh. Green Giant. It was close, but who got the one-two on that one? Uh, the third, Mr. Owl. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find out. One, two, three, three. And bringing up, the, <laughs> bringing up the number four, the final one in this round of four, Mrs. Butterworth. This is Butterworth. Yes? How come we taste so yummy? Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. Thick and rich? Twice as thick as the leading syrup. Oh, oh hell no. That, that bitch needs to go. I want to hit that shit so hard, dude. So, between... <laughs> I don't know. She can butter my one. <laughs> <laughs> she is worth that butter. <laughs> so, between the four, Captain Crunch, Green Giant, <laughs> Mr. Owl, and Mrs. Butterworth, Who's everybody got in this first four? Who are you voting for and why? Product. The Giant. You're going with the I Green got Giant? The giant. Product I spent the most money on, I gotta go with Captain Crown. <laughs> I mean, Captain yeah, but the Giant, I mean, he's holding it down. I love the Jolly Green Giant. The only vegetables a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's walking yeah. with a limp for a reason. Yeah, and okay. he's got that, that cool ass fucking lettuce toga. <laughs> I noticed he didn't get it, you did. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew where you were going. <laughs> he's just wandering around going, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> right? <laughs> he calling him ho. <laughs> Be careful that you're going to fall over there. So, Captain Crunch. Why Captain Crunch? Just I, because I mean, just, as far as products. It's for me. Yeah, I spent the most money. Out of those four products, I spent the most money on Captain Crunch. Okay, I can yeah. see that. The Green Giant. Kenny, what do you think? You know, like, I kind of agree with Hog, Mrs. Butterworth. Not a she doesn't character. do it for you? She, when they had that little phase where she was, like, real sassy, like, that was kind of funny. Yeah, you makes my head. But... If you want to get the kids into Dakota's, think of the syrup bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no longer I'm just waiting that. for the day that we're on other news. In other news this week, Dakota picked up for fucking Mrs. Butterworth at the price cutter supermarket. Taking a power nap. I was getting sticky already, so. <laughs> the Jolly Green Giant didn't, I mean, it, I liked him, but didn't really do Do you think he wears anything under that toga, or is everybody looking up at his giant oh, right? I want him, man. They ain't got to look that far up. Okay, that's the day. This guy's over your head. He hit people in the head with it. You can only know. But the, the Captain Crush seems like a... Almost the two obvious. Right, he was the number one seed. But like Mr. Al, I've always liked that character. I when the Funko Pop come out, that was like one of the must haves for me. I got so, beef. Is he actually Mr. holding a lollipop? He is holding nice. all. I mean, I got beef with him too. Mr. Al, he never makes past three licks. What a fuck! Like. It's not that he crazy. didn't make yeah. it pass. He, he just didn't care. Yeah, he just like, kid gave crazy. him a fucking. He took the kid's sucker number one. Yeah, well, I don't know. Let's see. Let's try this shit out. I, I got this. 
I think he taught him an important life lesson. <laughs> yeah, he did all right. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get tougher. Fuck off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to fight for your sucker back, or are you going to get fucking eaten yeah. in front of you? Like, not only does he steal sucker, he doesn't answer the fucking question. No, he doesn't. Ever. In 30 years, he's never answered the fucking question. <laughs> not once. How See, modern, does it take? I don't know. I'm going to bite it after three. You know I am. <laughs> See, modern day, he would crunch it and be like, what, bitch? And he'd be like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. It's like, Actually, modern day, you Google that shit, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me your sucker. All right, now go fucking type it into your Google machine. <laughs> you know what's going to pull up? A picture of me eating a fucking sucker from 30 years ago. <laughs> you know the answer's going to be? Three, motherfucker. Go, look it up. I got to say, uh, product-wise, Tootsie Pops in general are the shit. Right. They are right. shit, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, wow. I collected this fucking Indians with a shooting star. Oh, yeah. Did, I mean, oh, yeah. I did that as a kid. I mean, so, they're pretty iconic. But I, I think, if you're asking me for who's going to be the winner, I think it's Captain Crunch. It's got to be Captain Crunch. Yeah. That's almost he's the captain. He's, he's a fucking captain. He's the only one here in military yeah, history. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got a mister, a missus, and a fucking captain. My only problem know? with the captain, though, is, is he, he looks way too much like Weinstein and... You know, there's always kids around him. He actually, he was on a commute to get some more Captain Crunch the other day and had heart shit pains. Right. <laughs> I mean. Well, it's not up to us. You've got our opinions, but it's up to you. Who is your favorite advertising, advertising icon mascot from Group 1? Again, the choices are Captain Crunch, Green Giant, Mr. Al, or Mrs. Butterworth. This week's pop quiz is live right now. You can go to our Twitter or our Facebook pages. Just go to either Twitter or Facebook. Type in at PGTC Podcast and pull it right up. The pop quiz is pinned to the top of both of those pages. You cannot miss them. Next week, we'll bring you the results of this pop quiz. Again, one of these will be moving on to the final four. And we'll bring you the next four competitors, our group two, on next week's episode of the Pop Quiz Culture Podcast. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. See what happens. You can find our social media links, how to reach us by email, the hotline number, and more at popgoestheculture.com. Coming up this week, this weekend, new at the movie house here at the Alamo Draft House, The Invisible Man is new in theaters this week. I'm, the I'm liking their new take on I have heard everybody that has seen it has walked away saying, wow, that was better than I thought it was going to be. I think be. the trailer makes it look genuinely scary. Like, it looks a little bit more like Hollow Man. So that's, how, that's how I'm envisioning Right, right. But with a whole new, a lot it's more Hollow Man aggressive. from the perspective of in Hollow Man have been yeah. Elizabeth Shue's character, but in this yeah. case Elizabeth Moss. You yeah, it's, a, it's a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, than they, they are not, and I think that's a really we're living in a society where we can just tell it like it is now. Mm-hmm. We're not pulling any punches. We're putting it all out there. So yeah. she's I a wish, good actress. I wish the, I wish the take Man had been a girl though, because. I want some more equality. But we all thought it. when they said that she was going to be the lead, and we're like, okay, so is it really the Invisible Woman? Because that's, yeah. I mean, you don't hire her to be the lead, and the title is the Invisible Man. But no, it's she's not. She's the woman being yeah. being stalked and you know abused by the Invisible Man. Again, do we know what Curtis is though? Because he's sitting right there. He's yeah. invisible. Yeah. Hey, see. Someone sit in that chair. That's <laughs> Curtis. That's whose hand's been on my butt. <laughs> uh, that was me, sorry. <laughs> Tons. Uh, it's like convention season starts for real this weekend. We've got C2E2 going on in Chicago. Dude! PAX East yeah. in Boston. GalaxyCon, Richmond in Richmond, Virginia. Pensacon in Pensacola, Florida. All of those happening, all of them with the cloud of coronavirus hanging over the top of them. Yeah. Seen a ton of folks on social media that are at those conventions or are going to be at those conventions saying, 
Hey, look, I, I love my fans, but I am not shaking hands this weekend. Right. I, you know, I will gladly, you know. I might not touch somebody the rest of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of, you know, we, it's one of those things where you got to be, you, know, you, always, you always laugh going to a convention because there's always, everybody knows what con crud is. You walk out feeling like shit after you go to a convention because you're in the big Petri dish. Everybody's passing everything around. We always laugh about, okay, let's see if we can, on Friday, on the first day of the con, we always say, okay, let's see if we can find patient zero. So right. you kind of look around, everybody's and, like, and it's sure. that guy, that guy's yep. patient zero. So you always try to steer clear of that guy. But, um, yeah, with the coronavirus being a real thing and it kind of tanking the stock market right now and real things happening. And I listened to that this morning. It's crazy. It's kind of nuts. So, yeah. they wiped out, what was it, Microsoft and – Well, a lot of conventions – Microsoft have a lot of major right. companies just pulling out of stuff. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it will cut you. Okay? <laughs> so yeah, it's so if you're going to a convention, take lots of photos, have a good time, but be smart, be safe. You know, I'm not telling everybody around buy masks because people are use protection. Put masks in your cosplay. That would make it really yeah. take take a bath and no, sand sanitizer and yeah. Be careful. I be promise safe. you, when I'd be miles away, I'm going to have a mask underneath. <laughs> Today, Today the most, most important thing: wear deodorant. Please wear your deodorant. Did you see my post this week? Yeah, I cop. I, I stole it. <laughs> After you posted, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna share that." <laughs> if you got the money to go to a con, you got the money to buy deodorant. Yep. <laughs> Today, Friday, RuPaul's Drag Race season twelve on VH1. Who would have thought that thing would have still had still had legs? Well, yeah. Considering where it started. Yeah. Yeah. It is still I mean, going strong. At the end of. I used to consider that channel the end of television. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you get to the end of something. That's that's where that that's where that channel was. <laughs> Beyond this, there is no more TV. It's right. VH1. Right. And yet it's, oh, sure. Well, no, it was it was uh, it was on. Uh, it was on Bravo for a while. It was, no, it's been on channel. Because it, it, it had RuPaul and Buffy, and that was it. Yeah. It was like I yeah. was I on. No, it was uh, UPN. No, even far no. I'm <laughs> When it was syndicate, everything was syndicate. Oh, when it was syndicate. Oh, yeah. yeah it was, yeah. oh, it was terrible. I think it was Ion. Might have been, yeah. That's a good channel to pick for. It is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On Wednesday at your local comic shop, Strange Adventures number one finally launches. Superman Villains number one from DC. Death to Army of Darkness number one from Dynamite. The Crow, Lathe number one at IDW. Spider Man Noir number one. That's right. Spider Man Noir number one. And Strange Academy number one at Marvel, plus your normal round of stuff. Is there anything major you're looking at over the next week or so? That's um, just... Image is coming out with a couple of new ones. Mercy, uh-huh. uh, Mercury and Dolphos yep. doing that. And then uh, there's a one shot by Marvel, the 2020 Rescue number one, which ties yeah. into the 2020 Iron Man. Yep. But other than that, one thing I'm looking forward to is the Strange Adventures. Piece. Yeah. Tom King and Miss Gerard are teaming up again. Yep. So, so it's under a black label. Is it a comic book about us and the things we, we don't do? We don't go on adventures. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. We're just strange. <laughs> the strange yeah. adventures. We would be in Strange Academy for Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> on Thursday, Devs Season 1 over on Hulu. This is the weird one that like it's like a Fox or FX Hulu team-up co-production. It's got uh, Nick Offerman, and uh, it's kind of a weird, oh, yeah, yeah. kind of trippy-looking deal. Also on Thursday, we've talked about it earlier in the show, but Castlevania Season 3 launches on Netflix next Thursday. Oh, yeah. And then next Friday, again, look for next week's episode of the Pop Goes Culture Podcast right here in your podcast player of choice. If you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes Culture Podcast, please... 
take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing. It's really one of the best ways that you can show your support for this show or for any show or anything, any art, any entertainment you take in. That's all I've got. Anybody got anything else before we wrap this thing up? Doug Jones mentioned that he just finished filming, so that season should be coming out real soon. Of what? I'm sorry? Uh, Doug Jones, Discovery. Discovery. He just finished the he wrapped up on Discovery. Okay. I think it was Thursday? Yeah. I, yeah. I've heard that they've wrapped. Uh, Suicide Squad is wrapped. Yep. Something else wrapped this week, too. Or, uh, photography on. I can't remember what Which that used to be a big deal when shows were wrapped, because you can honestly tell when they were coming out. Right. Nowadays. Now, it is. So, yeah. now they're in post for so damn long with yeah. the effects work on all this stuff. Well, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wrapped last year. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. For what's getting ready to come out at the end of this year. Yeah, in August. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Dickie's coming out on March 4th. Uh, Dave, Dave, what's it called, Dave? The new little Dickie show. <laughs> We're all just looking at you like, like I don't know what you're going to do. I don't schedule one I would my house. That's the corn hub, dude. Yeah, Wrong show. Wrong show. show. <laughs> no, no Dickie, the rapper. Dude, oh, yeah. I'm supposed to click the X, man. Well, it's called Dave, actually. It's called Dave. Because there's no name. You're not supposed to tell them the name of my penis. But no, it, it looks fucking funny. And he's a funny rapper anyway. He so is a funny rapper. He's a parody guy. He's great. Yeah. Um, he's got a good flow. Too. All the trailers that I've seen for it, look, it looks fucking hilarious. If you haven't watched, if you haven't watched the um, music video Earth, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it because it is the best thing in the world. Yeah, it's good. My wife even liked it. And she's a, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I just didn't know what the fuck you were talking. about. You As you were starting, I was like, "What is he talking you know, about?" Let me back this <laughs> chair. <laughs> <laughs> all, yeah, all you all you started with was Dickie. Yeah. Hey, Dickie, Dickie Dave, Dickie yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care what you call it. <laughs> don't mind Steve. You can call Paul. I don't care what you call it. Anybody got anything? Oh, I think that's cool. I guess probably enough for tonight. Well, hang on. What's, what's everybody just because? What's, we, what's everybody binging right now? Binging? What's your binging right now? I just watched season one through ten of Futurama. See? There you go. We're we're nerds. We're, we're somebody's binging something. Something yeah. something is your white noise in the background. I I like I said I just did Brockmire, so I'm stuck on Bob's. You're on Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Yep. Good one. It's not binging because it's only once a week, but I'm still caught up in McMillions over on HBO. Have you guys right? been watching that shit? Oh my god. So Listen, when I heard that they were coming out with that, I I heard a little bit about right. that story, and it is so much wilder. Oh, dude, the story that we got, because it was originally it was an article in the New Yorker or something right, like that. Right, right. And nobody that, listened. And that story, that story is fine. That, that article is like, oh, that's pretty cool. But watching this documentary that they're doing on HBO, and, and they're like, oh, it's so much more than the yeah. story that you read. It's yeah. like organized crimes involved. Uh, it's it's pretty crazy. That's yeah. Interesting. yeah. I'll have to wait till, uh Westworld comes back to watch it. That's not much longer. It's coming Yeah, it's weeks. coming March, too. I, I do. I'll like wait for something big on HBO, rent it for a month, and then just bend all the shit I plan on watching. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm watching all eight seasons of Game of Thrones. I've got, I've got 30 days to get through this shit. <laughs> Game of Thrones and Westworld. Yeah. yeah. That I was going to watch every season of that I knew it. Yeah, you always wait till the so season finale, year, and then you pull it up. And once a year, I would just subscribe to it and yeah. cancel it, and then I'd watch everything I could that I heard about. That's how yeah. I got the last WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, that's where we're at right now. It's like we've got okay, so we've got Doctor Who is ending this weekend. Yeah. 
The Outsider on HBO is ending. It's been a week or two. Uh, Millions is a short thing, so it's a couple weeks. And then Westworld starts up, and then so yeah, all these other things start happening. So it's we're kind of in that. It's weird. We don't have TV seasons anymore. It's like this is what you're going to get for ten weeks, and this is what you're going to get for eight weeks, and this is what you're going to get for six weeks, and yeah. it all kind of overlaps anymore. I rewatch all of my favorites when I really get bored. I I I'd rather watch an old favorite than try to start with a new one. Be iffy on it. So I'm I'm redoing uh, Warehouse Thirteen. Yeah, which I've heard, I've heard that's good. Yeah. Doesn't it's been what ten years? Since I was gonna say it's been a hot minute since that's been. Other than other than the time fluctuation, because it was like right at the beginning of cell phone. Right. Yeah. It's everything else still holds water. Yeah. You can you can make an argument for that show even now. Yeah. I don't know how they. I would love to see how they redo it though, but because there's. They, they was mostly history, right? And they didn't do a lot of modern stuff. Well, and this was something that just popped in my head. What would they do with? There's got to be an artifact for like 911, right? How would they not do that? Like a steel beam or some something, shit. Something, yeah. Or, or there's got to be something. Wait, wait. So wait two years. There's got to be an artifact from the White House for when Trump, Trump is in the White House. Unfortunately, we may have to wait a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's a lot that's happened since that show went off. I'm like. I loved a lot of the, the history of it, but I'm, I'd really like to see what they did with this last 10 to 15 years since then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's been a wild few like, years. Wow, really? Yeah. That, could be, that could be interesting because the, 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 the planes that have gone missing and all that craziness. And, yeah, sure. Or even sure. like take this ter- current time here right now and somebody in in China with the coronavirus, you know? Yeah. Although it'd probably just be a crook ball still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you said you're working on. What are you working on right now? Um, I am working on. We've got. I've got a film festival coming up right. uh, in a couple of weeks. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, me and Curtis just wrapped on something that's going to be coming up really soon. I hope. Um, and then Phoenix and Fan will be back on the air real soon. I'm looking forward to that because we've got a lot of cons coming up. Yeah. Hopefully Hawk can get kidnapped and go to C2E2 like like he wants to. <laughs> Well, good luck with that. I just want to see my friend Kira. Yeah. Anybody doing anything else? Anybody got anything coming up the next week? You're looking forward to. Um, any uh, voice of the voice people out there that started up this week? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I was thinking there's another show that I was thinking I read an article about today, but it's not the voice. Yeah, and actually, uh, Nick Jonas is one of the yeah judges. one of the judges. Yeah. Very good. Me and Kenny will get together and make fun of you. Well, that's all right. You can do that. You can do that in front of me. I don't care. If we get together on Thursday. We make fun of you on Friday. That's, that's all right. <laughs> so invite me sometime. <laughs> I saw. I'll be celebrating twenty years of marriage tomorrow. So yeah, yeah, your your uh, awesome. fifth anniversary. Sobriety. I'm like he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> fifth anniversary tomorrow. That's, that's been. See, my son's gonna be twenty, so it'll be twenty years since I really drank anything. Or well, now you say that. But I remember not too long ago you brought over some mead that you had made. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I don't know. It, it doesn't count if you make it yourself. No, nah, it still counts. It was still pretty potent. <laughs> <laughs> it still had high alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a I, I, I guess that would be a that still very much counts. <laughs> we used to drink a case of beer from Ozark to Springfield when we go to the club, and we did that like four or five nights a week. So yeah. we used to do some power drinking. Yeah, I think we all smoked did. a lot of weed, did a whole bunch of other stuff. So 
Yeah, I never done any of that stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> hey, I mean, we never asked. How did your uh, date night go at the Alamo here? Because we didn't see you last week. Because <laughs> <laughs> you weren't here last week, so we didn't get yeah, to ask you. Um, no, that, the the meal they did was really cool. Um, they did this rice pudding dessert. Pretty fucking gross, for being honest. Um, rice pudding has never it's been, never been well. good. It's never been good, so we, we thought we'd try it. Terrible. I mean, we pay for it. Right. And my wife, I watched her out of corner of my Take a bite and then spit it out instantly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm gonna not be a giant bitch about it. So I took it. I at least swallowed my bite. Like, oh, um, but no, they gave me. I mean, they gave you right out of the bat like a little bitty bottle of prosecco, and then they come out with some more wine and something. I mean, they kept the drinks flowing, and then my wife ordered like four mimosas. And the movie's only like an hour and a half long, right? Not even two I'm hours. Riding, right? so I had to but yeah, it was. I mean, I'd never seen the movie. I think she overhyped me on crazy rotations a little bit. Um, it was good, but I didn't. I was yeah, it's not water. You you weren't ready to come back and yeah, check I mean, it out again. Uh, there's other, there's other chick flicks I've liked more if I've had to watch them. Um, but no, it was it was a fun time and the food. They did really cool food. It stayed with the theme and I don't know. It, was, it was nice. Very cool. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up then for this week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're listening to. Hit us up with a one-minute review on the hotline. Hit us up on social media. Be sure to vote in this week's poll. Again, the winner is going to move on to the final four for the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. I've been Joey Mills. Dustin. Dakota. Kiddo. And I am Hawk. Have a great week. We will catch you back here next weekend. Talk to you later. Later. Peace. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.